Hey everyone, happy Wednesday. This is Erica. I will be reading about Radical Acceptance and Beginner's Mind today, pages 94 to 95, and explaining some of the exercises that go along with it. This is a continuation of exploring our negative judgments that Anna talked about yesterday in her episode. Um, I was pretty taken aback when I realized with borderline personality, there's a lot of uh, critical judgments and critical thoughts that I tend to have towards my family members and partners, which makes a lot of sense because my family dynamic growing up, um, my parents were both very critical of my brother and I. And when I discovered this about myself, I was pretty surprised. It's something I didn't realize I was doing. I would say these things aloud, but most of the time I would just fume, think them, and then hold them locked inside of myself and just feel intense anger, you know, feeling uncomfortable physically with my body and not even realizing that this was because I was judging and criticizing others. Even now, my partner will, you know, he'll notice that I'm acting a little differently or there's something on my mind and he'll mention it and I'm just now coming to terms with, oh, okay, it's because I've had these negative judgments about someone and I'm keeping them locked in and I'm ruminating. So it's great to have exercises like these to where I can go throughout my day and just write these judgments down, you know, not say them aloud or not think too hard about them, just have them there on a piece of paper and, you know, maybe later on I can go back and just realize the amount of negative judgments that I may have throughout the day is why I feel so bad. So yeah, okay, let's move forward with radical acceptance and beginner's mind. Now that you've recognized many of your negative judgments, you're closer to using full radical acceptance. Remember, radical acceptance means that you observe situations in your life without judging or criticizing yourself or others. In the previous exercise, you focused on recognizing your negative judgments because they're usually the easiest ones to spot. But positive judgments can also be problematic. Remember the example of Thomas we recently gave you? He divided everyone into two categories, either all good or all bad. He liked people when they were good, but when they did something to upset him, he got angry and labeled them bad. So do you see how making even positive judgments about people or things can be problematic? When you think of someone or something with a rigid and predetermined idea of how that person is going to treat you, then it's easy to become disappointed because no one and nothing is perfect. Presidents sometimes lie, religious people sometimes gamble, things that we like sometimes break, and people we trust sometimes hurt us. As a result, when you put someone into a category of being 100% good, trustworthy, saintly, wholesome, or honest, it's very easy to get disappointed. And I'm laughing at this because I relate so much to it. I talked to my therapist a couple weeks ago and she said, Erica, you put people on a pedestal do you realize this when you meet someone who you probably i probably label good i'm just so 
I just love that person. I'm like, wow, you're so amazing. You're so great. Put them up on that pedestal and yeah, they do something that I don't like. I get very disappointed and that's because there you go, just stated. Yeah, I have a predetermined idea of who this person is and if anything changes, then I'm just like, <gasps> shocked. Okay, um, but this doesn't mean that you should never trust anyone. What radical acceptance says is that you should approach people in situations in your life without judging them to be good or bad, positive or negative. In some forms of meditation, this is called beginner's mind. This means that you should enter every situation and every relationship as if you were seeing it for the very first time. This reoccurring newness prevents you from bringing any old judgments, good or bad, into the present moment, which allows you to stay more mindful. Plus, by keeping the situation fresh, it also helps you stay in better control of your emotions. As a result, it's easy to see why one of the goals of dialectical behavior therapy is to help you stop making any judgments at all, either positive or negative. Okay, so now we're going to go through the exercise called beginner's mind. In the following exercise, you'll practice using radical acceptance and beginner's mind. This exercise is similar to the last one, but now you'll need to be aware of both the positive and negative judgments that you make. Again, if you need to use visual reminders to help you remember to write down your judgments, use whatever works for you. A bracelet, a ring, a sticky note with the word judgment on it, and so on. A suggestion that I had on the Discord channel, I have this really cool Kat Von D tattoo eyeliner pen that does not smudge. Um, and so I got in the habit of writing words on my wrist that I kind of needed to hear for the day, like set an intention, and that was pretty helpful. So do this exercise for at least one week or until you recognize that you're starting to catch yourself in the moments when you're making both positive and negative judgments. Keep track of when you made the judgment, where you were, and what the positive or ne negative judgment was. As with the last exercise, make photocopies of the beginner's mind record if you need to and keep one folded in your pocket so that you can record your judgments as soon as you recognize that you're making them. The more quickly you record them after they occur, the sooner radical acceptance will become a regular part of your life. Use the example of the beginner's mind record on the following page to help you. The blank beginner's mind record for your use is on the page after that. Great, so if you go down to page 96, if you have the book, there is an example. Uh, so it's in the same, you know, fashion that they did the negative judgments record. They have the when, where, what. So for example, Friday at 12 p.m., let's say you're having lunch with Laura and you thought, oh, Laura's an incredibly talented person who never makes any mistakes. Oh, I wish I could be like her. She just knows what she's doing in life. And I have literally been in that exact same scenario. I actually added that last part, but that's what it makes me feel when I use those positive judgments where it's like, oh, she's so talented. And then I instantly am like, I am not, which is not true um, on both accounts. You know, everyone's human. Laura 
is a person who will make mistakes, just like I make mistakes, just like the next person makes mistakes, just like everyone does. And then let's say Friday at 2.30 p.m. you're at work. I called myself incompetent since I'm not going to be able to finish all my paperwork before 5 o'clock. So that's a negative judgment. Um, Friday at 5.30 p.m. at the bar after work. I was thinking that the bartender looked really nice and was probably the type of person who would make a really good husband. Positive judgment. So there are some more examples. I'm not going to go through them. Um, I think it's pretty straightforward here, especially since we understand the negative judgments. This is just now including the positive judgments that we have. And there's a record on page 97 that's blank that you can use. Or if you don't have the book, um, literally if you just take a, a blank sheet of paper, put beginner's mind record on top, three columns, when, where, what, and just fill that out, make as many um, boxes as you need. This one has about 10 boxes going vertically. So if you want to kind of make your own, totally recommend that. Okay, that is the reading for today. Best of luck in all of the hard work that you do. Have a great Wednesday. See you next week.